Welcome to Speak the Truth, a podcast devoted to giving biblical truth for educating, equipping, and encouraging the individual and local church in counseling and discipleship. Hello, hello, hello. We are back still at the ABC conference, day two, Friday at the Call to Council Conference 2021. Uh, and as I've continued to say, I am alone as far as our co-hosts are concerned. Shauna and Jeremy uh, are out there speaking in their tracks, Jeremy plenary sessions. And again, as we've talked about, Jeremy just kind of coming out of COVID, still recovering, um, you know, energy pretty depleted. Um, so thank thank the Lord that he's given him strength and endurance to uh, continue. Thankful that he's here. And as we've continued um, now for seven podcasts, we've had special guests and uh, this podcast will follow that flow. We've got special guests with us, Adam Sandlin. Adam, how you doing, brother? Good. Good to see you, man. So Adam has been uh, at the ABC conference, man, for how many years now? I was actually wondering. I can't remember. <laughs> it's like it's it, ABC started like 2006, right? I think somewhere in there. Yeah, I think I wasn't there for the very first one. And then I've been ever since then. So yeah, I've been volunteering at that table for like, a, I don't even know. Yeah. So if you've been at previous, um, previous ABC conferences, You've probably met Adam, um, checking out a book, asking where something is, just again, volunteering wherever he's needed. Uh, but the reason why I've got uh, Adam on the podcast, um, and actually this is two years overdue, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, Adam is a biblical counselor and um, he's also uh, really involved in his local church context. Um, actually, I think uh, approaching an elder candidate or already in that process. Candidate uh, now. Yeah. Lord willing and two days there you go there you go that's good man so but anyway he has um he's kind of been through uh in terms of vocationally speaking um just schooling uh private practice um you know being a a licensed professional counselor and then actually getting into actually being over um and operating a nonprofit ministry and so just wanted to get him on for our listeners out there that i know some of you have have emailed in and asked you know certain questions about man this is this is exciting and encouraging, man, how do I get started? Uh, And I think Adam would be an encouragement to y'all to just kind of hear from others who ask themselves those same questions and uh, were able to to try to get something going. So Adam, if you could, man, just kind of share a little bit about your story, man. Kind of, man, how you ended up where you are, brother. Yeah, it's taken some interesting turns. Uh, Started out in my undergrad uh, secular university, getting a secular psychology degree. Uh, Yeah. So finished that, uh, worked in community mental health for about a year before starting. What does that mean, community mental health? For yeah, I worked for the county, for, okay. Yeah, okay. for the clinic. Okay. Um, and then started grad school at, uh, at a Christian school uh, that taught an integration model. Do you prefer to name it, uh, leave it nameless? <laughs> he la- yeah, that's, a, that's an that. affirmative like, <laughs> laughing that. at yes let it be so yeah i mean yeah it's fine um, okay and so and then after that uh you know finishing uh licensure up and doing kind of the well they call it associate now but it was yeah. still called internship back then and so john henderson um was my supervisor through that. And, nice. Yeah, uh, it was a, a, a Good different old veteran experience in the from counseling either world. of the things, yeah, yeah. that I had, yeah. had done. And I, yeah. you know, I went through the level one training. And How, uh, about, how long ago was that? 
and Greg did my class. What was it? 2012. Something oh, wow. Like that, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I've Nine years ago. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And golly. Yeah. That's how long I've been married. So probably so. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. There's your marker. How do you measure your marriage? <laughs> when did I go through the ABC level one yeah, certification? Yeah. So yeah, I finished grad school about the time. I got married. So very cool, man. So, so what, so kind of starting all of that, kind of going through the schooling, pursuing licensure and, and things like that. But, uh, at what point did you begin to see kind of like, all right, I've been doing this for a bit. Um, when did you make the transition to covenant biblical counseling, which is now your mm-hmm. private practice? Yeah. your. Uh, when you say private practice, so is it still L- an LPC sort of? Yeah, so I have an LPCS. Okay. So um, I'm a supervisor as right. well. Um, and then um, I have a pastor that has associated with us. Um, he's not a licensed clinician, but so he's, it, it's, his name's Micah Caswell. He's yeah. pastor of Redeemer Church in Denton. Um, great guy. And so, uh, brought him on a couple years ago. That's really cool that you actually have lead pastors that are involved in the biblical council. Yeah. That's good. And then, um, I've got one more prospect who I'm hoping she comes on very, very soon. I won't say her name in case she decides not to. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah I, we're really optimistic about her as well. And, um, so that'll be a good kind of rounding out and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, hopefully the Lord continues to kind of grow yeah. our little group, but, um, yeah, kind of functioning as, I guess, the clinical person in in that bunch and yeah uh, so this uh this prospect mm -hmm. who will remain nameless um (laughs) is this person like kind of what's their background uh i believe that she so she has a master's in counseling as well okay um i never went for her licensure i don't think and has just been in a christian school counseling setting for yeah a number of years is my understanding. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, and so that this is kind of, you know, because some people ask us, you know, with our, with our nonprofit 501c3 mm-hmm. uh, biblical counseling ministry, because we don't charge. Right. Um, but there are places that do charge and there's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that was just kind of our, you know, um, kind of goes to our testimony that when we needed help, we couldn't find it. And then when we found it, it was, it was expensive, but, mm-hmm. um, Again, when typically when people are going to seek out counseling, they probably need to forsake everything else, their material possessions, cash and whatever they need to to sure. invest in their marriages and stuff. But uh, just as far as uh, just kind of the model is concerned, um, do you guys, is it a flat rate sliding scale? So there's a flat rate yeah, and we'll slide and I take some insurances. Okay. So all right. Kind of it's, all across the board. Yeah, it's funny, man, because like there's just different, um, you know, d- different models that encourage different different types mm-hmm. of payment, or if there is payment or anything like that. So I was just just kind of curious. So how long has has uh, Covenant been in existence? About five years now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I started at North Texas Christian Counseling when John yeah. Anderson left. I kind of took his office spot, and um, I was there for a couple years before I decided to also do something in Denton. Yeah. And so I'm actually at both places. Okay. So, yeah. All right, so man, you're you're still kind of operating at some level at uh, North Texas, and then you've got <laughs> yeah. Covenant, and mm-hmm. and man, and then an elder. That's not an that's not an easy role. Potentially, I guess maybe officially no, soon not. soon to come. Well, the hope is that um, someone wants to become an elder. They're already kind of doing the things that 
an elder would be doing and that's just recognized right yeah 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 so uh question for mm-hmm. those of our listeners and we were kind of talking a little bit before uh recording um for those who are trying to uh really ascertain their pathway and mm-hmm. where they should go, uh, what they should pursue, how they should pursue steps to get there. Cause I think a lot of people just struggle with like, man, this all sounds great, but like, I don't know the first step. What would be your encouragement for those people who are, uh, who are kind of entertaining, pursuing, uh, whether it's licensure or, um, just biblical counseling and, and not being, um, licensed, but, um, what would be your encouragement? Just for those people. It really depends on what you want to do with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you guys have a very specific way that you're ministering to people. Yep. Um, So if that's something that you want to do, then, uh, I mean, licensure is kind of a, you don't really need it. Yeah. Um, The good thing about having a license and a, you know, a formal clinical degree is that you can kind of interact with some of that material in a little more meaningful way. Yeah. You can kind of communicate to, to use Pallison's language, psychologized yeah. counselees. Yeah, yeah. Trust so, me, we get a lot of those, man. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of communicate the differences between what you may be hearing in the broader culture or maybe that you've heard from other counseling experiences. Yeah. So you'd be able to educate a little bit more Mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. And then just obviously, like, if you want to be able to, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I just want to be able to offer insurance as an option for certain people because it is affordable when you can do that. Yeah. Like somebody who's got like a corporate with like EAP program or something. Could be. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Things like that. Yeah. Things like that. Good. So what was your experience when you were kind of pursuing all of this, trying to figure it out as you went, right? And um, just like, all right, Lord, I'm I'm following your call and obviously I got to take care of my family and um how, how did you just kind of work through where you ended up with covenant what what led you to want to start covenant well um the the thing that first led me to it was a desire to reach people in denton because there really wasn't a whole lot going on yeah in denton as far huge as huge college town man yeah for those of you who aren't familiar yeah yeah and there's a there's a church in town that it's still doing a lot of great stuff but yeah. um anyway there wasn't kind of an independent biblical counseling right practice in town. And so kind of started that, um, churches were really kind to kind of pick us up and give us space and do that for cheap. Yeah. That's been wonderful to, to be able to kind of house ourselves there really targeted as far as, and I hate to use the word marketing. Um, we know what it does, <laughs> yeah. right? It, it, it kind of, it, Building relationships. Yeah. Sure. Um, less so much. I, I didn't go so much to like a lot of clinics and meet a lot of clinicians. I went to a lot of pastors and church leaders and, and got to know them because that's really I wanted a place for them to go, hey, here's a supplemental avenue when people are really struggling. But to make a point, never to replace the local church and its shepherds ever. And that's something that is going to always be a distinctive of our practice is that we in no way, shape or form think that we have any the spiritual authority that your congregation does. Yeah or your leadership. And, um, I'm always working myself out of a job in that sense. Yeah. 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 That, that's good. That's good. So, uh, what, what are you kind of hoping to, to, you know, um, if you were to look at five years down the road, what, what are you kind of hoping, um, the Lord would do, uh, with covenant? Well, it's, I don't always ask those questions. Um, it's, I mean, it is a really slow process. You kind of asked this, Yeah. you know, like anything else, you kind of just have to like, 
move down the line. So you have to had to move from working full time in a clinic to working part time in that clinic and then kind of doing private practice and not taking any pay from that for a long time. And then moving straight in, moving into private practice and using some of that cushion. And then just as you build things up, it takes a couple of years, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, man, I just I just hope we get to do what we're doing now. Hopefully the Lord brings more people on that are like-minded want to offer something very specific to our community um, and that that would just bear fruit. That's good. So quick question, because obviously, you know, one of the one of the things for us is, you know, I mean, at least within our, our nonprofit organization, mm-hmm. you know, a large part of what we do beyond just providing counseling to the community is being a training center for ABC mm-hmm. and trying to help equip the local church to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Um, so with with that and the fact that you've got Micah Caswell, uh, who, who's also um, on the front lines with you there, what was it like bringing him into that? Um, how long have you known him? Um, and how has that changed, you think, um, his pastorate and the local church context and congregation because he's a huge advocate for biblical counseling? Yeah. I mean, so I, I don't think I'm wrong about this. I believe his, one of his master's degrees, the dude's got like 50. Um, More degrees than the thermometer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is in biblical counseling. Um, and so it's not like it was new to him as far as the information is concerned. I actually yeah. walked him through for a year uh, the ABC uh, certification yeah. uh, level one before he kind of came on. And I think he was finishing up yeah. his degree at the same time. So, um, I mean, I, just, I walked with him for a long time. I'd known him for a little while before that. So uh, it's probably been three or four years at this point. But we were just meeting regularly. We Something I want to do at, at CBC is kind of our counselors will have ABC certification so we can kind of ground what we're doing and going, this is this is where we are. Yeah. And um, our, our counselors are certified through the ABC. They can have any other credential. You know, but we're going to kind of circle around this. So. Yeah. So to the uh, to the licensed professional counselors mm-hmm. that that listen to our podcast, and we do have some. Matter of fact, we I had uh, a gentleman come up to me last night and uh, introduce himself, who listens to the podcast, um, and he's in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, at any rate, um, what would you? How would you encourage those LPCs who may have their private practice? What would be the benefit of being level one certified with ABC? The benefit that I've seen, um, I purposefully, and some people don't do it this way, but I pers- purposefully have put it out there that that I have this certification just because I want people to be able to look at me and go, okay, like he's not just a licensed counselor like the bazillion other people in town yeah something else here going on and so that that's again kind of i want to i want our counselors to have that there so people can look and go there's not it's not just somebody because that's another thing right like there's the caricature that jeremy was talking about yesterday is by and large a caricature but there is every once in a while yeah somebody floating out there just kind of rogue doing who knows what and because the caricature is what it is yeah it's thought of that way often because there's unfortunately some truth yeah, to it yeah and i don't want the more pastoral or um just biblical counseling folks in my practice to get 
put in the position where that's the way that they're being thought of. We're always going to have to kind of do yeah. some of that correction. But anyway, the way that we present ourselves online and the fact that I am a, an actual licensed individual should help with some of that. But I just want people to go, okay, like this person isn't just putting up a sign and it's the calling themselves something that, yeah me and jesus with my bible under a tree that i think i said that wrong but anyway <laughs> it's pretty close yeah, i mean it's, it's it's kind of the idea right jesus is me with my bible under a tree yeah. that's that they're seeing how it rhymes um so you know that kind of thing yeah just we do not want to be that kind of biblicist yeah kind of part from the local body yeah advocating that kind of stuff yeah at all right you know, push back against that really hard and let people know that's not what we're doing here yeah but we do still see the scriptures as sufficient for what they are written to be sufficient for and the lens of scripture covers everything that we do mm-hmm. and through that lens we see even some things of common grace yeah that um we might be able to observe in nature all with you know a little little skepticism at yeah. some of those things because they're not the infallible truth right. of god right but um there's also beneficial things going on so one thing right. for instance is i work with obsessive compulsive disorder and i've had some training from uh, a major hospital up in the northeast that does uh, exposure and response prevention and that's a function of cognitive behavioral therapy and anyway lots of big words but and I can explain all that, but really all we're doing is something that works with someone's body. Right. And I'm not trying to let that take over the soul care that we're doing. It's just a complement or a supplement to it mm-hmm. because we are body and soul. Right. You know, so yeah. I want to address the whole person that way. Yeah. yeah and that, that's a, that's unfortunately one of those categories of hot debate um but to that very point adam right the the reality is is that we are body and soul we know it's important otherwise what's the purpose of the resurrection Mm -hmm. um so just just in wrapping up here uh for for those um who want to try to contact you whether they're somewhere across the country the world or if they're right around your neck of the woods in denton and they're like wow, didn't know that existed. Here's kind of what I'm pursuing. You want to grow covenant? How, what if you've got people who are interested in reaching out to you to be like, hey man, this is awesome what you're doing and how, how can I how can I pursue that? Yeah. What, so, would, what would be your... Uh, yeah, easiest thing to do would just be go to our website. So covenantbiblicalcounseling.com. Okay. And that'll list out my contact information. Email's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Me and the phone don't get along. Yeah. But, um, anyway, there's there's a phone number there too, but email's probably the best way to do that. And, okay. Um, You're a zero, zero inbox guy, aren't you? I am. You're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially when it comes to that. Yeah. 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 That's funny. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, man, thank you for, uh, for being with us my here pleasure. on thank Speak the too. Truth. And uh, it's always, it's always a pleasure to, to meet somebody who is continuing to pursue what the Lord has put on their heart and figure that out as they go and uh, along the way bless others and and build really uh, a soul care team to help the local church right uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a big big step um, for the body and it's desperately needed and man, thank you for, for your work in doing that and uh, again all this will be in the show notes for you guys if you want to reach out to Adam and uh, Adam again thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you guys next time appreciate it Thank you.